Chapter Eight of the Roots of the Mountains by William Morris. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Face of God cometh home again to Bergstead. Face of God went back through the wood by the way he had come, paying little heed to the things about him, for whatever he thought of strayed not one whit from the image of the fair woman of the mountain side he went through the wood swiftlier than yesterday and made no stay for noon or aught else nor did he linger on the road when he was come into the dale either to speak to any or to note what they did so he came to the house of the face about dusk and found no man within the hall either carl or queen so he cried out on the folk and there came in a damsel of the house whom he greeted kindly and she him again he bade her bring the washing-water and she did so and washed his feet and his hands she was a fair maid enough as were most in the dale but he heeded her little and when she was done he kissed not her cheek for her pains as his wont was but let her go her ways unthanked but he went to his shut-bed and opened his chest and drew fair raiment from it and did off his wood-gear and did on him a goodly scarlet kirtle fairly broidered and a collar with gems of price therein and other braveries and when he was so attired he came out into the hall and there was old stone-face standing by the hearth which was blazing brightly with fresh brands so that things were clear to see stone-face noted goldmain's gay raiment for he was not wont to wear such attire save on the feasts and high days when he behoved to so the old man smiled and said welcome back from the wood but what is it hast thou been wedded there or who hath made thee earl and king said face of god foster-father sooth it is that i have been to the wood but there have i seen nought of man-folk worse than myself now as to my raiment needs must i keep it from the moth and i am weary withal and this kirtle is light and easy to me moreover i look to see the bride here again and i would pleasure her with the sight of gay raiment upon me nay said stoneface hast thou not seen some woman in the wood arrayed like the image of a god and hath she not bidden thee thus to worship her to-night for i know that such whites be in the wood and that such is their wont said goldmain i worship naught save the gods and the fathers nor saw i in the wood any such as thou sayest therewith stoneface shook his head but after a while he said art thou for the wood to-morrow nay said goldmain angrily knitting his brows the morrow of to-morrow said stoneface is the day when we look to see the westland merchants after all wilt thou not go hence with them when they wend their ways back before the first snows fall nay said he i have no mind to it fosterer cease egging me on here too then stoneface shook his head again and looked on him long and muttered to the wood wilt thou go to-morrow or next day or some day when doomed is thine undoing therewith entered the service and torches and presently after came the alderman with hall-face and iron-face greeted his son and said to him thou hast not hit the time to do on thy gay raiment for the bride will not be here to-night she bideth still at the feast at the apple-tree house or wilt thou be there son nay said face of god i am over-weary 
and as for my raiment it is well it is for thine honour and the honour of the name so to table they went and iron face asked his son of his ways again and whether he was quite fixed in his mind not to go down to the plain and the cities for said he the morrow of to-morrow shall the merchants be here and this were great news for them if the son of the alderman should be their faring fellow back but face of god answered without any haste or heat nay father it may not be fear not thou shalt see that i have a good will to work and live in the dale and in good sooth though he was a young man and loved mirth and the ways of his own will he was a stalwart workman and few could mow a match with him in the haymonth and win it or fell trees as certainly and swiftly or drive as straight and clean a furrow through the stiff land of the lower dale and in other matters also was he deft and sturdy End of chapter 8